Walking outside is a healthy thing to do. But most of the time, 90% of the time, we spend indoors. And are you aware that according to the EPA, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than this outdoor air? My sponsor, Air Doctor, has the solution. And by the way, they're offering you up to $300 off. I'll give you some details in just a moment. Air Doctor filters out 99.99%. That's almost perfect. Things in the air that can cause problems like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, even bacteria and viruses that could make you sick. Here's the thing. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com, use the promo code WALKING to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. And exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code WALKING. Walking as Fitness is sponsored by BetterHelp. Walking can help with anxiety. Being out in nature can lower the feelings of anxiety. But if you're feeling anxiety or more, wouldn't it be good to get to the root cause of that, what's actually causing this, and to learn some positive coping skills? As helpful as it is to get out and take a walk, you can't do this all day long. If you're thinking about therapy, I want to invite you, to encourage you, to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash walking to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash walking. If you're brand new to this podcast and you're just getting started with walking as a fitness activity, and your journey has been stop and go, and maybe there's been way too much stop and not enough go, today I want to suggest something, a change that you could make that could be a huge game changer. Welcome to Walking as Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I started walking for fitness in 2013, still take an intentional fitness walk Every single day I'm walking right now, and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. About a year ago, I asked listeners if you would send me suggestions, things that I'm doing on the podcast that eh, maybe you don't like, or things that I'm not doing that you would like me to start doing. And I said, be honest. Rather you tell me about changes I could make, then simply you stop listening because it wasn't working for you anymore. And I got some wonderful responses. And then there was one email from a listener. It's very short. Stop talking about yourself so much. Because I was beginning to 
drift into talking about things going on in my world that had nothing to do with walking. With that in mind, I'd like your permission to tell a story, something that just happened, that on the surface has nothing to do with walking, but it has everything to do with beginning a fitness journey that actually sticks. When Ava and I moved from Maryland to South Carolina, we downsized considerably. And we really felt that and still feel that in how much space we have for storage. And one of the goals that we had when we moved in was to actually increase our storage by being really creative and intentional with where we put some some new shelves. And we have a laundry room, it's not big, but there's plenty of space above the washer and the dryer for shelving, which is where we can store things like Christmas decorations and other boxes. And so the goal was to put those shelves in the laundry room and use that as as storage space, maximize the space we had. That was the goal. That was a goal that we set two years ago. (laughs) And to be clear, the goal was that I was going to install that shelving. And I have reached a point in my life, because I've done quite a bit of home improvement projects on that house that we had, but I've reached a point where that stuff just doesn't excite me anymore. Kind of done with that. Tired of it. Don't find it fun. And every time we talked about putting the shelves in the laundry room, I was like, yep, 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 I'll get to that. That's that's a good goal. That's good. That'll really help us with uh, storage space, maximizing the space we have. It's a good goal, good goal. But it was relying on me being motivated and wanting to do it, and I was never motivated, and I did not want to do it. I knew that I could do it. I just didn't want to do it. And then finally... Two weekends ago, I looked at Ava and I said, I will have the shelves in the laundry room by close of business next Saturday. And I went to Lowe's, hauled all the stuff that I needed, brought it home. One week later, spent several hours on a Saturday afternoon measuring, cutting, drilling, I installed the shelving in the laundry room, and my wife was very happy, and boxes are now up there. And at one point, I even thought, why did this take me so long? Well, here's why. Goals can be wonderful things to have. They, they can help point you in the way to go. But I have found for me that goals can be very transactional. Because reaching a goal often depends on my still being excited and motivated to pursue it. And when I lose that excitement, when I lose that motivation, it's easy for me to say, well, the goal is no longer important. Or it's not important for right now. And I either set the goal aside or I kick that goal down the road. And that the fact that I was not looking forward to the activity itself, the work itself, and putting these shelves up allowed me to keep keep delaying that goal. It was transactional. The difference, the game changer, was no longer making it a goal, 
but making the promise. Ava, I'm going to do this. As long as I am physically able to, in one week, those shelves will be up. And the same principle applies to fitness. When we rely on the goal to provide the motivation, the oomph to get out and do something that often isn't fun at the beginning, it's going to be really hard, particularly on those days when you've got a bunch of things that are conspiring against you, the weather, you're tired, busy schedule, and it's easy to set the goal aside. Eh, not important today, I'll do it tomorrow. And then when tomorrow arrives, not important today, I'll do it tomorrow. It is far more effective to make a promise to yourself to pursue a, we'll say, a 10-minute walk every day. I promise I'm going to walk every day. And, and to make that even more specific and more powerful, I promise I'm going to walk every day for 10 minutes before I leave for work or before I have dinner or make a very specific time. And when you focus on that process and that promise and set the emotions aside as the motivation, it's going to be far more effective in beginning a fitness journey that actually sticks. Goals can be transactional because they often rely on the motivations being in place. And sometimes they are, and sometimes they're not. And that's why you have the start-stop nature with a lot of fitness journeys at the very beginning. Far more effective to say, I promise myself I'm going to walk every day for 10 minutes. And then over time, you build this fitness habit and without you even realizing what's going on, momentum kicks in. And then there's going to come a day, and it might even surprise you, where for whatever reason, a good reason, you, you can't keep your promise. It's like, no. <laughs> I don't care that I broke my leg. I'm going to. <laughs> no, if you break your leg, you don't. <laughs> there are reasons, of course, uh, legitimate valid reasons why on some days you can't keep that promise. It's like me putting the shelves up. If I had been sick or hurt or there was something else, a crisis perhaps, that prevented me from uh, fulfilling that promise, that would have been okay. But aside from any of those things being true, the promise was I'm going to take a few hours and I'm going to get these shelves up. Regardless of how I feel, regardless of whether I think this is fun I made a promise, and I'm going to keep it. Try that. If you're just beginning, you're just beginning a brand new fitness journey, make that promise. Make it a small promise. Don't make it too big. Ten minutes a day. And then every day you keep that promise, you're actually building a fitness chain. And over time, as that chain continues to grow, that chain itself can be added motivation on those days when it's hard to keep the promise. I've invested time and energy. I'm doing a hard thing and I am not going to break that chain. 
By the way, I've got a free 90-day fitness chain tracker that will help you keep track of your growing chain. It's tangible, visible proof that you're doing a hard thing. I'd love for you to have that. There's a link in the show notes. Just tap that link and download your free 90-day fitness chain tracker. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day, and I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.